0: Welcome to Feeling Asian, a podcast where two Asians talk about their feelings. I'm Young Me Mayor.
1: And I'm Brian Park. And Young Me, I'm really excited to introduce this week's guest. But
0: oh, wait, are we doing the guests first or do we do the Patreon first? I always forget every week.
1: I love how we've been we have we celebrated our one year anniversary last week. And you are <laughs> Woo, asking me this. 52
0: <laughs> times, baby. 52 um, times I've asked Brian this.
1: <laughs> now well, since you asked me, now I'm now I'm not even sure. Let's just introduce our guest and then we'll do the Patreon shoutouts. Actually, (laughs) let's do the Patreon shoutouts first.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just tell me what to do and I'll do it.
1: I'm extremely indecisive right now. Uh, Are you ready for... Okay, for those of you who are just tuning in, um, we have a Patreon. You can donate and become a patron to our podcast at patreon.com slash feelingasian. And... Uh, the one, one of the perks you get is if you donate, we give you a shout out. Then we roast you and try to guess what your sex style is based on your name alone.
0: And my psychic abilities.
1: And using Youngby's psychic abilities.
0: Which are real.
1: <laughs> and we're realizing that the more we do this, the we're offending people at this point. All right, our, <laughs> our, fir- our first Patreon shout out goes to Yvonne Chan.
0: Oh, God. Why, is oh, it God? Yvonne? Oh, Yvonne? Or, it's not Ivan, is it?
1: Y-V-O-N-N-E.
0: Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wow, Brian really pronounced Ivan fancy. <laughs> Yvonne is such a hot name. It's a Y name. Oh. And I have this weird thing because my name starts with Y. Okay. I'm going to say that she's a freak. Freak in the streets and the sheets.
1: Oh, yes. so she's one of those people where in public she makes it known that she is incredibly good in bed. There's some, oh, yeah. pe- you know, I think the more common narrative is people to be secretly good in bed, but yeah. Yvonne kind of leans into it and doesn't give a fuck. She wants everyone to know that she is very good at sex.
0: I feel like she's the one where I see on the street and I, and I know we just look at each other. Like we know, you know, we can tell <laughs> it's like a secret. Cl- My friend grew up really, really rich. And he was like, you know, I can always tell when someone else grew up really, really rich. And I was like, how? And he was like, I don't know. It's like something in the in the movement of their wrist. And I'm like, <laughs> What? Bro, <laughs> Bro, what the hell did you just say? <laughs> but I feel like that's that's like me and Yvonne, you know, when we see each other, I just see it in the flick of her wrist. I'm like, girl.
1: Perfect. Yes. All right. <laughs> Our second shout out goes to Stacy Park.
0: Stacy Park. Brian, now, what do you think about Stacy Park?
1: Now with Stacey Park, based on her email address, I know that she is Aussie. <laughs> She's uh, she's, uh, she's from Australia. And- oh, was
0: that an Australian... Is that what you said, Brian? I was like, what did Brian just say? No, that, we- that was an Aussie
1: accent. <laughs> I
0: was like, did Brian just have a stroke? Did he- what was he trying to say just then? I, th- I, I was like, my, my audio cut out, Brian. What did you I,
1: say? I apologize. Aussie?
0: Oh. Is that what...
1: I, I sincerely apologize. I, you know, I would be upset if I was an Aussie because everyone shits on Aussie accents and for some reason <laughs> collectively on earth we just agree that that's okay.
0: I know people are openly racist to Australians.
1: And Italians are clumped in there too.
0: It- <laughs> no one defends
1: them no ever. No one defends them ever. They're like Aussie <laughs> So Stacy, Oi.
0: This, f- <laughs> this is the first person that Brian's gonna offend by the bad accent instead of the sexual. Uh,
1: style. Okay, my my guess on <laughs> Stacy Park is she has sex differently because you know Australian-ly? how
0: Australianly?
1: Oh, she has sex Australianly, which means that it's she has sex in the opposite direction than us in the northern hemisphere. <laughs> yeah, it twirls the other way. <laughs>
0: Ooh, that was a hint. Our our special guest today just made a comment. Who do you think it is? Based on that comment.
1: Based on that comment, twirls the other way. And you know what? She took the words right out of my mouth. That is how Stacy. She, she goes the other way. <laughs> That's how Stacy Park has sex. Is that she twirls the other way? Because <laughs> she's Aussie. Z-
0: Why is that killing me right now? <laughs> Oi, oh, she she drives on the opposite side of the street. Is that true of Australia? Oh God. I'm so let's, just, let's
1: just go with it. So she drives on the opposite side of the street on her way to get dick. And then she twirls the <laughs> other way and then gets back in her car and exits driving the other way.
0: <laughs> I concur with Brian. I concur. That's definitely true.
1: Okay. Young, are you ready for our last shout out of the day?
0: Yeah. We're only doing three now because it was taking too long. Who's the last one?
1: Dave Stein.
0: Dave Stein. Yeah. Maybe uh, not an Asian person or maybe adopted. Just totally valid.
1: Thank Um, you for telling them they are valid.
0: No, no, I'm being honest. Um, um, Dave Stein. I don't know why, but I just saw, you know, the, you know, the singer of uh, Dave Matthews band, what's his name? Oh, it's Dave Matthews. Dave,
1: oh my this God. Dave, like,
0: I, I just saw like a picture of Dave Matthews in my head. Just like when he's closing his eyes and like, you know, when he's really feeling, he's oh, like,
1: Burr. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> like he's really jammed out. Like, I just saw that. So
1: I feel like that's what me, Dave Stein is. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, yeah. oh, <laughs> he come crash into me? why am I
0: laughing so hard at my own? jokes today. It's embarrassing. Okay. So Dave um, Stein, I feel like that's his face when he has sex. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink the water. Sorry, I can't even do it. It's so fucking stupid. Oh god. Uh, anyway, uh,
1: those are our shout outs for this episode. Thank you for donating donating to our Patreon, Young Jenny and well, I love you. I
0: said the guest's name. Thank okay. you so much. I just said the guest's name, but she was not laughing. She's a huge Dave Matthews fan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was trying to. Re- Young me, offended. can I introduce our guest? Yes, please. <laughs> okay, everyone, you are in for a treat this week. Please give your ears to our wonderful, wonderful guest. She is an assistant professor of East Asian Studies at Emory University. Ever heard of it? (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Guys, please give it up for Jenny Wong Medina.
2: Woo! Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: very excited about well, myself. Jenny barely wants to be here.
0: <laughs> Jenny, No, Jenny's
2: recovering because we dissed her favorite band. <laughs> I was trying <laughs> to, to remember it, what the difference between Dave Matthews and Hootie is. <laughs> or Fish. <gasps> I think oh. um, I don't really know those Hootie. differences. I'm sorry.
0: Hootie is, sorry, fans. and the Blowfish is an actually fucking fire band in my personal opinion.
1: I get Dave Matthews' band confused with The Wallflowers, which mm. is Bob Dylan's son.
0: <laughs> yeah. One all,
1: headlight.
0: <laughs> literally, they all kind of had the same three songs that they would.
1: <laughs> yeah. Swoop. I mean.
0: I feel like we've lost so many. I feel like people who are really into Dave Matthews are like murdery about it. And I uh-oh. feel like we're going to get canceled just for that.
1: The people who are into Dave Matthews are they still into Dave Matthews in 2020, or have they just jumped yes. onto a different music genre?
0: No, it's <laughs> Dave Matthews <laughs> till they die. <laughs> he, they have like these huge—it's like fish. They have these concerts that are like three billion people every time they play anywhere, and they still jam to it.
1: So basically, basically anyone who is an Asian, they all go to Dave Matthews and Fish concerts because that makes up three billion <laughs> yeah, people under- on
3: The rest of the world.
1: (laughs) Before we, um, you know, ask Jenny Wong, Medina, how she's feeling. Young me, how are you feeling?
0: All right. I've had an incredible emotional week. Um, If you've been following my Instagram you know, a restaurant's closing, which I processed in March. Like I said, you know, I thought it was closing in March, but then I said, you know, a bunch of things openly, which I've been like holding in for a while. And I found out nobody has like said anything mean, we- weirdly, but I found out two, like there are two people that like made comments on my Instagram that were sort of like, not obviously not against me, but like attacking what I said. And then I found out that both of those people know somebody that I know. I was like, oh, I'm getting like clumped in with somebody. Well, because there's like one one of the posts was shared by a very popular um meme page which sounds you know this this is is 2020
1: right i was about to say this is the most 2020 like this person commented on my instagram and they're like mutual mutual friend is a popular meme account (laughs) this popular
0: meme account and i I am following this
1: narrative perfectly because i am a citizen of 2020 (laughs) (laughs)
0: it's like this is a language that we speak now and then I was like okay that makes sense but I also can't say anything about that because I'm I'm just you know just like you know I just listen to people and whatever um but it's it's scary you know it's scary to say things out loud and I just want to say you know I on this podcast I talk about this all the time but I am a human being and I make mistakes and I say things that maybe you know Without accidentally, I say things that are maybe incorrect. And I'm like 100% always open to receiving new information and apologizing if I've been wrong. And I've been totally open saying that. Um, But also another part of doing all this is I feel very relieved and very happy that I've said stuff. So it's a crazy sort of feeling. Like I'm happy. It's terrifying because, you know, it is in a way I'm outing somebody. Whatever. Whatever. Who has a, a story of their own? As many of you know, this is me. It's my personality. I can't fucking stop being a stupid bitch. So here I am. That's how I'm feeling. <laughs> how are you feeling, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> Quote me on that. Put that on my grave.
1: You know what? I am feeling, I had actually had a really good week. So, especially during quarantine, I, it's pendulum like motion in terms of my feelings. Like I go through kind of. Very ups and highs and manic episodes, but then I go through depressive episodes. And uh, these past this past month, I've been very vocal about how I've felt lonely and just a grayness and a sadness. And I, I feel on the mend. And a lot of good things have happened this week. And it was hard because I identified that I didn't that I was lonely, and so I made a more concerted effort to reach out to people who I normally would not reach out to. And um, that felt really, really good. And this past week, I've been able to catch up with friends who I hadn't seen for in a long time. And I just have to remind myself that my feelings of them not wanting to see me, it's all just internal insecurity because yeah. that that's what it means to like that's what true friendship is is that you can still have a hiatus or a break in your communication. but, When you see each other again, it feels really nice and you guys kind of just pick up where you last left off. And, you know, it's a lot of exciting stuff is brewing. You know, I caught up with friends and um, I'm being considered for this acting project, which is Ooh. pretty cool. And it's my niece's birthday today. So,
0: Aww.
1: yeah, so after we record, I'm, my my sister and brother-in-law asked her where she wanted to get dinner. And she said, my favorite restaurant, P.F. Chang's. So oh, nice. <laughs> so it looks like I'm going to get some P.F. Chang's after we record this. That's so cute. Who doesn't love P.F. Chang's? My favorite Chinese dish, those lettuce, lettuce cups. <laughs> <laughs> with <laughs> pork and crunchy croutons,
0: so <laughs> very authentic.
1: With very authentic.
0: croutons,
1: <laughs> right. So yeah, that's how, that's how I'm feeling. You know, I'm having a, I've, I've had a good week. You know, I don't want I don't want to feel like have to shame myself that it feels weird to have a good week or yeah. this and that. I mean, those are just the facts. You know, I took some right. time for solitude. I didn't go on any like pointless. Online dates as a way to compensate for my loneliness. I kind of sat with it oh, and that's reached, good. and then reached out to friends instead. And uh, I feel good now. So yeah, that's how that's how I'm feeling, young me.
0: That's great. Also, I've stopped going on pointless online dates too. I feel like I got it out of my system. That's a <laughs> thing,
1: <amazing. amazing>.
3: Jenny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how about you? How are you feeling? I'm so happy to I talk know, to you. I haven't seen
2: you in forever. Um, I am feeling a little older <laughs> because today is also my birthday. <laughs> oh, happy birthday! Happy birthday! I, I, don't, I don't actually know how old I am because I kind of stopped counting around 35. Um, I believe I am in my <laughs> mid- I'm in my mid 40s though. I've been saying I'm like almost 50 for several years now. (laughs) I think that says something about how I feel, but I'm leaning into my ajumanness Mm. and um, yeah, (laughs) feeling it. Wow. So it's your birthday.
0: Wow. That's so interesting that you don't know how old you are. I like that. I'm also bad at
2: math, so I'm not that Asian. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know what year oh. I was born, if I knew how to do math, then I would also be able to tell you how old I was. Don't tell us. <laughs> don't tell us. I like
0: it. I like a little
1: yeah. mystery. I'm good at math, so I will know immediately. Yeah. So I know I like the mystery. <laughs>
0: Jenny, you don't, you don't have Ajima vibes though. I'm looking at you. You have like
2: the coolest haircut and cool glasses. Um,
1: yeah, for sure. Just
2: wait until like, I want to yell at you or get in line for something oh. <laughs> or, or not be in line. for something. Ajimas
0: get in line no, for no. something. Ajimas do not get fight, in line. Fight me for the subway
2: seat. I'll
1: be So is it A day of celebration for you, or do you feel a little bit wistful, or what's the general vibe on your birthdays?
2: Mm, That's a good question. I guess kind of resigned, (laughs) and also uh, (laughs) I don't really celebrate much, so it's kind of um, an excuse to tell my family that they need to do what I say more than usual, Um, and this time they (laughs) actually have to listen to me rather than just ignoring me and walking away when I'm saying, do this, do that. (laughs) You're such a Virgo. I, but I'm really cussed. I'm a Virgo Libra, right? Mm, what's the cuss? Because af- it switches Ooh, over tomorrow, wow. right?
0: So I mean, but technically you're still a Virgo. Technically, yeah. Mm. Ryan's lost.
1: I'm lost. So Virgo <laughs> Virgo means you're bossy. Bossy. <laughs> yeah.
2: oh, wow. And, also
0: like e- like efficient and you write lists and
2: you're organized. I am that. No? I, I am that, but I am also <laughs> very lazy and disorganized. So hmm. um, I, I don't believe that yeah, that's because cusp. <laughs> that's the cusp. That's the cusp. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I don't know much about Libra, but
1: <laughs> maybe I'm misunderstood because I, I assume that anyone that has dedicated themselves to academia to obtain a PhD is extremely on top of their shit
2: and not disorganized so that's just what you think because if you went to college that's what you think about your professors really not um there's academic deadlines are different than other deadlines we have like an extra month or two on top of every
1: deadline i have a question do you look at your own reviews on rate my professor (gasps)
0: yes (laughs) wow (laughs) the truth Are they anonymous? (laughs) Um, Yeah. No. I've never looked at that website because I didn't go to college. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Wait, so are the reviews anonymous?
1: I think you can make a username.
2: Yeah, but they got but rid of the hotness meter. They're, they decided that that was... That's what I wondered. What? Yeah.
1: So they used to have a thing, a chili pepper what? next to the professors. Now the hotness, was that...
2: Holy shit.
1: Was that an indication of how in demand the professor was or was that physical hotness is what it meant? Physical hotness. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Very problematic vibes. Very problematic. <laughs> yes. That
0: is crazy. <laughs> Do you think there's like some professors walking around like the university like with a really high hotness rating being like, fuck yeah.
1: It's like, ugh, freaking Jenny Wong Medina, just cause she has a fucking chili pepper next to her name, she acts like she owns the fucking place. <laughs>
2: I'm the big thing on campus. I'm the <laughs> big chili pepper on campus. <laughs> it works really, really well crazy. in Korean because you can say that you're you have the biggest gochu. Wow, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> <Burr>. <laughs>
1: Uh, for our non wow. Korean listeners, gochu means chili pepper, but kochu is also playful. It's a euphemism for-, for the penis, the weemer. The so penis. Jenny Wong Medina said she has a big kochu.
2: <laughs> I didn't I tell you what my hotness rig was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to, you got that chili pepper. Um, this is a question we like to start off with all of our guests, and that is: How Asian are you?
2: Mm, I've thought about this a little, <laughs> and I am currently. So Asian that your mothers will say, why aren't you more like me? But when I was younger, um, I was never as good as Esther or Grace. Oh, okay. Esther or Grace. Grace. <laughs> 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 wow. You really, I went deep you with really the Korean American. Oh, <laughs> well, that could be anyone. Wow. Esther and Grace.
0: Every Korean woman named Esther or Grace are the most Korean people you've ever met. <laughs> yes. 100%. They love Korean church. <laughs> All the the only food they eat is kimchi jjigae. <laughs> <laughs> the most Korean Esther Grace. Also, they will fight you in the parking lot.
1: Right, <laughs> Esther Grace, super Korean Asian, but also on the low, starting all the gossip at Korean church. Yeah.
0: Also has have given hand jobs in the back of Korean church. But also, Esther and Grace, so good you at said piano. not yeah. me,
1: Youngmi. Huh? <laughs> the best, oh, the best so, at piano. So good at
0: piano. <laughs>
2: Yeah. so good, so good at piano.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that that was actually going to be my follow-up question, Jenny. Is
2: am I good at piano? You clo- <laughs>
1: yes. Wow, we are on the same wavelength. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> um, technically, you are an expert of East Asian culture, and is this something that you always had a passion interest in, or? Is this something that kind of developed as you got older? Like, what's take us on that journey, if you can? <laughs> okay,
2: um, I realized once I was into it that it went further back than I thought. But um, mm. I hated Asian people when I was in high school and college. Um, you hated whoa. Asian people? I hated Asian Americans. Like, sorry, sorry, sorry Esther
0: fam. and Grace. <laughs>
2: Interesting. Um, yes. I was always the Come one on, coming back.
1: That was like, what did you was hate about Asian Americans specifically?
2: Um, well, I did not like the community, I guess. I mean, I grew up in it and I really mm. loved the people I grew up with, um, but I didn't like the uh-huh. restrictions on how I was supposed to be as I was also kind mm. of a teenage goth and that doesn't fly with Asian Americans or it didn't in the oh, early 90s. Right. Um, now I have age myself. Sorry. <laughs> but, um, and then I went to a a big UC school where I was. There's so many Asian Americans. Um, right. And yeah. I didn't want to be in that like sorority fraternity scene. Um, mm. Right. Uh, they didn't want me either. How many Estes were in your class? Good Lord. Oh, so I was one of. like 10 or 15 jennifer wongs at my college nice one of whom had a social security number that was like one digit off of mine so every time i went in to like have to do you know something official there were so many jennifer wongs because i wasn't a medina i wasn't special yet with the medina part (laughs) Um, I would have to say like every part of my number because there was somebody who was like so close to me that like they were just one off with the same name with the same name like that's insane I mean because you know there are a lot of Chinese Jennifer ones. even if it's not common for a Korean last name it's very common Chinese name right so
0: like are you saying that you hated their like clicky groups maybe is that Uh, I'm not yeah no it wasn't that I didn't like that
2: I had to look a certain way and listen to the certain kind of music Mm. I didn't want Drive mm. a Honda Civic, or like frost my hair in that way, and overly outline my mm. lips <laughs> and
1: stuff. Right. Um, you know, this is fascinating because I feel like I have a similar experience to you mm. um, because I also went to a big UC school with a lot of Asian Americans. Yeah, but mm. my reaction was almost the opposite of yours. And I'm curious, like what made you want to lean into being goth. Being goth and just <laughs> studying Asia like studying Asia with more intent.
2: Oh yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, so about the goth thing. You can't get more trying to be white than being goth, right? <laughs> there is no whiter oh shade God. that you can get. You're still so white. You're dead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have drained every ring. Um but surprisingly I did find a lot of people of color, like my friends who were goth um, were also people of Mm -hmm. color. So I don't know what's going on Mm -hmm. with that. Um, Like we had feelings, I guess we had very deep feelings. Right. But I studied English and French. I was an English and French major. um, And it wasn't until after Mm -hmm. I graduated. I knew I wanted to go to graduate school. I didn't want to study English because I thought it would be too competitive. (laughs) <laughs> and, um, I, oh. It was kind of around the same time that there was a big Murakami boom. And I was like, okay. okay, I'll read this. And I was reading it. But then I didn't understand why there was no Korean literature in translation. So I started looking around and there was oh. none. There was like nothing. Mm. The only things that they did have were like writing kind of weird-ish stuff by Korean women authors, um, which made me think, like, yo, I didn't know that, like, I've always thought that Korea was so, like, patriarchal. Why is it the only literature we find is Korean women in translation? And they're all talking about how horrible the patriarchy is, right? Um, Mm. But excellent literature. I come to find later that that has a lot to do with what English readers want to read from Korea. They don't necessarily want to read the things that Korean say are their best authors because they're like, that's all about like the mm-hmm. politics and stuff and we don't really care. America doesn't care about Korean politics, right? Um, right. Unless it's kind of like some, I don't know, titillating information about North Korea. So that's kind of how I got started thinking about it. And the further I went in, mm-hmm. the more I realized that what happens in South Korea and in Korean history is not what I thought, is not what Korean America told me Korea is. Mm-hmm. So like a couple of years ago, I was at my, right. I was at my friend's wedding um, mm-hmm. and her mother came up to me and was like, I heard you're a Korean study. I, th- I heard you're a professor of Korean now and I was like uh, yeah And I was speaking to her in Korean for the first time in my life because she used to speak to me in English uh-huh. she was like but you hate Korea <laughs> I got to say this and it was my, like the best feeling <laughs> I got to say to her no I don't hate Korea I hate what you and my parents and everyone in Sacramento Ooh, I've outed myself everything mm. that you guys told me that korea was because you were wrong mm-hmm. oh. or you were coming from some right. part of korea that you left and then tried to tell us that we had to be that way even though you left yeah, <laughs> like, Whoa.
1: Um,
0: yeah that's such a good point this yeah. is
1: so fascinating so <laughs> you're telling you're saying that My immigrant parents who, you know, left Korea, what they're teaching me about Korean culture and about Korea and my conception of that is totally off base then (laughs) or is probably off base.
2: I mean, I think it's true to them, but... You got to remember that they didn't. It's subjective. Yeah. But they also didn't go through the social revolution that South Korea did. They failed to experience Mm -hmm. democratization, for instance. They left under a dictatorship, right? It's totally, yeah. Like
0: Korea today is totally different than the Korea that. Our parents left. Yeah, I mean, my mom still for lives sure. there for sure. Um, and so yeah, I I feel like there's a lot of like older Korean Americans that are like, oh God, Korea, and I'm like, you should you should go back,
2: <laughs> you should go oh, back and find oh, out what a bumpkin you are now, because <laughs> when they went back yeah, in like exactly. the 70s and 80s, they were like the big person from the US, right? Bring in the jeans and stuff, but now they can't afford anything in Korea. Yeah,
0: yeah. oh my God. Well, so so the reason that you got into this was because you found there was so little translated Korean literature in America.
2: Yeah, initially. And then it was really Old like um, yeah. thinking about how I understood Korea as a Korean American was so different from yeah. what I was learning about Korea and about Korean Korean and East Asian history. Like the way we consider the right. thing, the way we think about it here is really different. Like we have an Asian American identity, right? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't hate every like other Asian nationality, right? If you're Asian American in the same uh, way that like right. you look at the geopolitics of East Asia and they've got a lot of beef with each other.
3: Mm. <laughs> Hate each
0: yes. other. Yeah. And I mean, like, I, cause you know, like I, I moved here from Korea and I was like, yeah. I just remember how Koreans were like, and I probably had this too when I came over here. If somebody was like, if they mistake you for Chinese or like, how dare you? Yeah. Or you're Japanese like, even worse. Or like Japanese, You're like, how dare you? Like they get so mad. And then after years of living in America, you're like, I'm just excited that you can tell that I'm not Latino. You know? <laughs> Right. I, I'm good. job, white people. You got it. I'm, I am Asian.
3: <laughs> oh my
0: god! Um, stuff like that. A, a lot of Asian Americans, especially those who have not gone back to Asia, don't know that, you know? Yeah.
2: I think yeah. even though, say, even you saying like gone back to Asia, that's also part of this thing where Asian Americans aren't allowed to be American. You know, like even if I right, was born right, here, I don't right. go back. I'm going somewhere. Yeah. Right. And this is mm. something oh, that that's like, really good often point. gets lost on. Um, well, right. people, yeah. when, when I get asked, why do you? A lot of times people don't even ask me why I study East Asia. It's just a given because I'm Asian. I must want to know about my identity. Mm -hmm. Um, That's not necessarily the case. And I'm not going back there. I'm not from there. (laughs) That's
0: right. That's a really good point. I'm really glad that you corrected me on that. Oh my
2: gosh. But that's like the, where are you really from question, right? I'm, yeah. I am yeah. really, yeah. really from Sacramento, California. It says a so only birth certificate. Right. I say hella. Yeah. I'm really from Northern California.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm. I mean, like just seeing myself slip up and say things like that. And I say things like that constantly where I'm not even like aware that I'm seeing these like little microaggressions about race, like based on race. Yeah. That's just like so interesting. And I also really like you because you do catch those little things in me because I feel like you are so aware of them.
1: I just wanted to expand on this a little more What are some of the common misconceptions that Asian Americans have of East Asian culture?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a really good question. Um, I mean, it's hard to say, too, because it's very generational. Like, it depends on when your parents came or when you came over. Like, what you remember. Do you have, like, emotional ties to going back, um, going back, right? Again, like I do it too, right? I say that sort right. of thing. Um, some people are really seeking that identity. And I think a lot of that has to do with the unassimilability of Asian Americans into American society. And when, I know that's like a long word, but like, I mean that um, we never get recognized as not being foreign, no matter right. how long we have, our families have been here. Like I mm-hmm. I have a friend who's been here. She's like a fifth generation Chinese American. She still mm-hmm talks about going back to asia but she's fifth generation american that's older than like my my kids white sides (laughs) um right so why do we not get recognized as that we're seen as like not being able to be fully american because we always look other or different right one misconception about east asia um that all east asians get along or identify as one race Mm. they don't Uh, sometimes they do and like they do when it's like useful to East Asia as a block Um, but then in other respects historically Japan like when Japan colonized Korea and Taiwan and tried to take over all of Asia um, part of their thing was to say was to excavate race and say that they were of a common race but then at the same time Mm -hmm. they would say the Korean race and the indigenous Taiwanese race are different than Japanese they're not as culturally civilized or something as the Japanese so That construction of race is, it's for one, very modern, like um, Mm. 19th century, late 19th century, early 20th century. And it's very confused. It has to do with Mm. how they talk about from within Asia, Asia, as well as how the West sees the Orient, right? So it's kind of both externally and internally constructed in this way that's like really hard to pick apart and then gets used in all these different ways, right? There's no clear answer to that.
1: I understand when I see my relatives in Korea... I sense that that tinge of anti-Japanese sentiment. Yeah. But when I'm here in America, I mentally kind of just clump East Asians together. Yeah. Like, oh, we're all like, we all kind of look more similar. Therefore we can all like belong to this one singular group.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's like, if you, yeah. if you look at subtle Asian traits, right. like every Asian American likes Boba and that has now become a defining trait for Asian Americans, but you know, it's specific to a country. It came from Taiwan, right? Yeah, Exactly. Um, right. And it wasn't popular in and, yeah. Korea until after it was popular here in the States. Mm. Right.
0: I remember, I remember when like it started becoming popular in Korea, and it was very much... Well, like If you ask a Korean person from Korea, they're like, yeah, it's like a foreign thing. It's like, from, yeah. I don't know, Taiwan or whatever. Yeah. They're not going to be like, yeah, boba, bitch. <laughs> like, you know, like, that's my shit.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> um,
0: oh, I just, just want to say it, it's like boba is now the symbol of that kind of thinking, which what you were just saying, right? Yeah. Like all of us are the same thing. Yeah. That's like now weirdly the symbol of that.
2: But what f- were you going to say? Food right? is another place and you, young me, you know this more than anybody. It's another place where- I don't. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I think Asian gets lumped together into one thing, right? Like if you talk yeah. to, I don't know, if you talk to kids like in New York City or something and, and you ask them if they like, they'll say they love Asian food and you ask them what that means and they're like, well, I like Pad Thai and I like miso soup and mm-hmm. I like um, seaweed. <laughs> like those are three different countries, yo. Like, um, yeah. That
0: literally happened to me the other day. My friend and I were taking an Uber and she asked the driver, like, what do you like Asian food? Cause he was talking about like restaurants or something. And he was like, no, I really don't like it. Like I've had orange chicken once and it was really bad. <laughs> and we were just like, yeah. <laughs> and we were like valid, right? valid.
2: Yeah. <laughs> But then like, if you're in um, Korea, Youngmi, mean, did you ever go to the, the restaurant called Holy Chow in Itaewon? Is that the big fancy one? It's like, it's American style Chinese food. It's like the Chinese American food. Chinese. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Yep, yep. I've been there. Yeah. And in Korea, that's seen as kind of like funny and foreign. It's like Panda Express type food. Um, oh. they,
0: I feel like they see it like a Chili's or something. It's yeah. like an American thing. It's an American thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. Because Chinese
2: oh, food in Korea just- is totally different,
0: right? It's so interesting. We can ask, we can ask this thing. This The thing that you told me, I don't know if you remember, you were saying you, you didn't. You said that a lot of people in America, when they talk about like comedy, like Korean comedy, and they watch Korean comedy shows or like Japanese comedy shows, a lot of white people, you hear them saying, oh, that's like a knockoff of vaudeville. You know, it's very vaudevillian, like how the variety shows are set up. There's like a character that looks very much like the very offensive sort of like blackface character that they have in vaudeville, like who, who wears like a crazy clown wig and has like not it's not blackface in Korea but they wear some sort of makeup on their face I mean I don't know if it is and then I remember talking to you and you were saying that I think I said something like oh that's like a knockoff of vaudeville and you said you said that that's not true do you remember having that conversation with me
2: no no um I I wouldn't be surprised this is how stupid I am I just don't remember it thing Um, but we had so many great conversations young me that I don't remember that particular one Um, I can't speak to it yeah Um, yeah, just give us your give us your
0: ideas on this because if we didn't have that conversation it was obviously the other Jenny Wong yeah can you can you tell can you tell us um, a little bit about that is there any truth in what I just said
2: about different kinds of comedies I think um, the sense that Korean contemporary culture is derivative um, Mm -hmm. comes from this kind of like imperialist attitude or this kind of uh, assumption about Korea as a post-colonial space maybe um, Mm. or its relationship with the U.S. Like clearly K-pop isn't original because it's derivative of American pop music or something like people say things Mm -hmm. like this right? right. To assume that is to assume that American culture doesn't take influences from anywhere else and that's Obviously not true, right? Um, And that's the same with like any culture. Um, Is Korean theater or like humor derivative of Japanese? Sometimes, like, there is back and forth Mm -hmm. communication, right? Um, And certainly a lot of early Korean film in um, South Korean film, at least in the 60s and 70s came straight from like Japanese literature or were remakes of Japanese films. Um, That doesn't mean that there's nothing original or creative about it, right? But with the comedy, Korea has such a long tradition of comedy, right? Like the open air theaters and things like you, but that kind of like um, lampooning or that kind of like play acting, that happens everywhere. Like find me a culture that doesn't have like masking or like um, making fun of the people in power like you know the 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 masks from korean like theater that you see that have like yeah. the the white face with the red dots or like yeah yeah right yeah, yeah. like kind of the equivalent of the tragedy comedy mask those were meant mm. to look like the young bun right the aristocracy because they're making fun mm. of the people who are in power right um Whoa. that happens everywhere that's not limited to the us or it's not limited to europe right they gotta take the piss out right because that's a kind of social release Mm
1: -hmm. yeah my because when i first started doing comedy i'll admit that i explained comedy to my dad in this very unidirectional now misinformed idea of how comedy is even exported as like a culture Mm -hmm. um because my dad didn't quite understand what stand-up was and Mm My conception don't. in my head <laughs> yeah. that I created was like, oh, well, comedy in Korea, they surely must have appropriated it from America because America is owns comedy, clearly. <laughs> and so... Right now, Korea is in this like vaudeville stage where it's a lot of like physical comedy and kind of like falling down, a lot of gags. You know, I've learned that's a short sight on my end where I just assume that it's a unidirectional thing. Like, America is like, Gifting this cultural export right. to other countries,
2: yeah. I think it's really important that you said that it was like that Korea is in this stage because there is this idea that like, particularly for Korea, because it has developed and now has shown like they are the shining success story of like western style development working for some place that was impoverished and backwards, right Like that's how it's kind right. of talked about. Um, uh-huh. But that really denies that there was any sort of modernization in Korea on the Korean Peninsula prior to American intervention, um, and that a lot right, of that has right. to do with not wanting to see that, like Japan, did modernize Korea or Korea was modernizing. Right. They happened not to be able to maintain that the, their own sovereignty while doing that. Um, mm-hmm. But even in the late nineteenth century, um, the Korean king was saying, like. Uh, should we modernize? Shouldn't we modernize? How should we modernize? It looks like if we don't, we're going to go the way to China. And they were having right. these conversations. It was just kind of like, didn't do enough in time or something. Um, mm-hmm. It's
0: Yeah. It's interesting with like imperial, I mean, with like colonialization and imperialism, like, White people want to be like, yeah, you got this from the person that invaded and they showed you how to do it, but that was us. And then you're like, no, Japan did that to us like a bunch like some time (laughs) before, but they don't want to see that. Yeah. They like have the story of Korean people were like living in huts until the Americans got there. You'd rather see
2: like the grass roof and then current like present day seoul like and skip that yeah. entire period because of the animosity between the two countries
0: and i remember oh. you were like you had this like you taught this like adult film korean film class for adults which i like so went not to, porn like, but <laughs> one no not porn finally not a porn <laughs> porn person on our show but yeah and so i remember i went to one of the classes and it was like you i, I think were you, did you have a hand in like finding these like rare films or you already
2: they were already there are, like, they've been found by the oh, okay. uh, yeah not me by, sorry i'm not the, donald
0: trump i'm just yeah. <laughs> 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 um so wait so i remember watching one and i was like i was really blown away cuz i did, i also i also like believed that lie that before americans got to korea it was just dirt roads and you know like and yeah. it, uh, like unfortunately i think a lot of korean american our parents mm-hmm. they came from really impoverished areas so like my mom's story was like i came from like i lived in a hut do you know what I mean? Yeah. But there was like there were developed areas of Korea, and they obviously. were mad
2: stylish. Like, um, yeah, I, Your movies are crazy. Yeah, I mean, and you can find yeah. all of these on YouTube. Like the Korean, the South Korean government has like a YouTube channel where you can find classic Korean films, and they have it. They have them subtitled and everything, which is such a boon Whoa. for um, instructors like me because we don't have to buy the DVDs. <laughs> yeah, and, that's amazing. I remember I saw
0: one that was like really old. It was like. Do yeah, I don't, this is so long ago. Like, I think it was like from the thirties or something. Yeah. And there was like a nightclub scene yeah. and like, you know, like mm. just like this, the city was like the city and they're just guys like smoking a cigarette, talking to each other about whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, Whoa, this is like blowing my mind. Yeah. yeah.
2: I, I highly, I always show these to my students because they're like, wait, they didn't have sex in Korea in the 1940s. Like <laughs> Where do you think you came from? <laughs> um, right it I, mean, wasn't I definitely a heat.
1: one of those students where I'm like nope, Koreans did not have sex until yeah. the Americans
2: came over. They certainly <laughs> did not have sexy sex right? <laughs> It was not it was
0: sex That's it wasn't like, sexy yeah it's, it's just oh, like but actually. Yeah, actually, when I was living in Seoul, there there used to be a museum of sex. Did mm. you ever go there? No, I have. They to, had have all to this them. like old historic porn. Oh, here we are back at the porn, Brian. <laughs> all this like old timey porn from Korea, Japan, and China, and it was like mm. you know from like whatever fifteen hundred. And I was like, yeah. damn, yeah, they're getting freaky back then <laughs> Everybody always
2: gets I mean, freaky. There's no time when people don't.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. um, Jenny, you touched on K-pop, yeah. and brought up a great point how it's not some diluted version of American pop music. Like it takes influences from so many disparate cultures. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we all know like BTS and just the popularity of K-pop on a global scale. And it's been good where (laughs) it's uh, certainly helped to demystify some negative stereotypes that are directed towards Asian men. Mm -hmm. And people are, seem to be in agreement that it's cool and I think it does good things for people's perceptions of Asian Americans but what would you say are some of the unspoken negative side effects of the globalization of (laughs) K-pop
2: you got real serious (laughs) negative (laughs) effects um, I was thinking Youngmi the first time the very first time I met you um, we were with Anne, and mm-hmm. you were telling some story about um, how people like your friends from high school or something in Korea were saying that they were so proud of like the success you've had and things like that and they said that you were like they were uh, like me? yeah and they were like we're like oh oh, I remember you proud <laughs> no no
0: this, is, this was the story this is this okay. not me no one's proud of me Jenny please do not okay. say that <laughs> this is what happened I met up with some Korean friends from high school they were not proud of me at all they we were but then they brought up sai remember yeah. oh right. it was about yeah, Opa Hanam Opa Hanam yeah and then they brought they're like hey like what do you guys think about sai and I was like yeah I don't know it's cool it's really funny and they're like you know I'm like Chincha proud
2: <laughs> I, that stuck in my head I forever like, oh. I loved it so much <laughs> chin-cha proud. so like yeah Koreans like there is this kind of um pride over, like, the recognition of K-pop, right? Um, I think it does a lot for Korean masculinity, Asian masculinity, Mm -hmm. and that's changed a lot with, like, with Japan as well. There's kind of, like, Mm -hmm. when K-pop first started getting big and, like, when, like, the first wave of Korean auteur directors were getting a lot of attention, like Park Mm Chan-wook and when Bong Joon-ho was starting Mm -hmm. to get attention, there was, it it was very analogous to what people wanted from Japan, like, either Mm -hmm. tradition, like, geishas or... Um, weird, like, Asia, so weird, right? Um <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like, funky, like, whoa. <laughs> like, you know, like, it's so extreme. Everything was extreme. Like, even K-pop, like, the cuteness, like, Aegyo is really extreme. Um, yeah. In the same way that, like, like, when Park looks old boy, when, like, those DVDs first were made for region yeah. 1. It was mm-hmm. part of a film series called Asian Extreme. <laughs> like, and right. that like really encapsulates what people around the world <laughs> wanted to see from Asia. It's either like extreme communism or really extreme hypermodernity, right? Yeah. <laughs> like right, right, postmodern yeah. like weirdness. <laughs> um, yeah. Like how Blade Runner looks, what Blade Runner thought of Japan, right?
1: Right. Um, Just like neon lights everywhere.
2: Yes. Right. And like sexy robots, sexy robots. (laughs) Right. I've said this a lot, like in talks that I give, like the way that Asians are portrayed in Hollywood films, like especially Asian women, you're either a sexy lady, like dragon, sexy lady, geisha or a robot. Mm -hmm. You cannot be, you can be nothing else. Or if you're, if you're a boy, (laughs) You can be a sexy robot, and for men, you either have yeah. to be a nerd or a samurai. That's it. There's like, mm. there's no right. nuance in in Asian representation, right? right? Um, there's also no nerdy samurai. <laughs>
0: what the hell? You know, fucking lacking in representation. There, yeah, what happened?
1: Like the samurai who doesn't go out because he just wants to practice his sword <laughs> skills. <Yes. laughs>
2: Um, and he's like drawing the katanas all the time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like really does. Like
0: that Superman S. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's a katana. He really wants to get his like stroke perfect. For yeah, he's larping samurai larping. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I can't um, meet up tonight, Esther. I need to become <laughs> the best. Yes. Why can't you understand?
2: Yeah. Well, so the the good thing about like k-pop i guess is showing some more like a sexuality of asian masculinity that hasn't existed really like it's mm-hmm. but then at the same time it's kind of effeminate <laughs> like um right and it is kind of otherworldly in this way it's not what people actually look like hmm. K-drama, is, is that not say, accurate
1: to what it's like in asia though perhaps that's just what's considered more attractive sure, in yeah. men is that that uh effeminity
2: um, well what I mean. about like in K-drama? Like what's the kind of manly or like the good-looking men that you see there? Do they look as effeminate? Like there's a toughness no. I, um Right. Yeah, they're I don't think manly. so. They're, yeah, manlier. they're manly. I mean, I have a theory about they're, that though. I mean, yeah. There's like a What's your theory? What's your theory? So, especially for like um, K-pop idols, um uh-huh. I think that like they're they're very effeminate looking or like they're very like not effeminate. I don't want to say that. They're um they're a certain mm. kind of aesthetic that is Mm -hmm. more slight and like softer looking and then after Mm -hmm. they come back from the military their first post-military gig will be some drama where they're like manly right yeah that just um, turned
0: me on a little bit (laughs) (laughs) sorry that was my big (laughs) question Oh. i so horny that was your big gochu yeah. oh. big gochu energy from Jenny
1: yeah. my mind is blown this is okay, just my so like military Wait, service so, is their quinceaneras so, yeah. for yes. k-pop stars uh,
0: it's their it's their what do they call it in like the in Jewish culture when
2: when the you become mitzvah? a man <laughs> yeah. yeah it's their bar mitzvah yeah it's the bar they come mitzvah back a man yeah <laughs> Um, the other thing I would say uh-huh. that's like the negative consequences of K-pop is like thinking that there's no class, dis- there's no class disparity in Asia, that um, mm. Asia has really succeeded and everybody's very, very wealthy. And like you hear this with like Korea has the fastest broadband in the world. Um, right. They're so educated. They have like 99 percent literacy, um, but they mm-hmm. also have the high Japan and Korea are always like fighting for the top spot in the highest su- su- suicides in the world. right Right, they're number one they're like Asia's number one in suicide (laughs) they're like no we're number one
1: and I like how we're laughing about it yeah but that's not the thing
2: that they want to be number one in Parasite was one way that you could really see that, um, yeah, there is a lie to this, right? There is development, yeah. and there is this shiny Asia, but there is a lot of poverty, right? And it's a there's lie.
0: yeah, there's it's a the dark lie. underbelly, yeah, in the basement. <laughs> I mean, it's like here shown in Parasite. Um, yes, you know that that's a it's such an interesting point, and I, I I totally forgot that Parasite that was like the main focus of that film because it, when you're in Korea, it's so apparent the class disparity. Yeah. And it's like a huge part of their culture. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of Koreans like openly, openly, I mean, I think everyone has shame when, when they are quote unquote, you know, poor, every culture, people feel that way. But in Korea, it's like, so, openly acceptable to be like I'm poor and I'm ashamed of that yeah, you know yeah, what I mean yeah and like hide and hide that you're poor and it's like a big part of their culture
2: um, I think that goes into another misconception, <laughs> misconception that Asian Americans have about East Asia that everybody thinks that they have to everybody thinks that they have to and does go to a good college right mm-hmm. you mm. can't have yeah. like uh, 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 like a poor working class if everybody goes to college can you like there are no. industrial workers right. like not everybody thinks that they are college bound um, they certainly mm. have a lot of faith in education but they track really early into who's going to be mm-hmm. allowed to go to college and who doesn't in the educational system. Yeah, I
0: didn't know all that. And that has something to do with the class? Education
2: <laughs> is still a way out of poverty, for sure, right? there. Is, right. There is this mm-hmm. idea of the meritocracy of education, right? But like, mm-hmm. think about the high schools. Like, You either go to a vocational high school or you go to a, a high school that's going to send you to college, right? Most of the world is like this. America is kind of unusual in that um, you're still kind of allowed to do whatever you want, even up until college. And then you can change your major in college. <sighs> right. They don't do that in other countries. <laughs> it's very unusual right, right. right like that's another thing that a lot of asian americans that that i find with my students and with myself like mm-hmm. have misconceptions about asia like they're chaste, all chaste, all study mm-hmm. all the time right mm. um <laughs> they all so respectful of their parents there would be no culture if if everybody was like that in these countries right this isn't it's yeah. more of an immigrant mentality than anything else that's why amy cha no. says that nigerians are yeah. like asians right Right, that's what right. I always
0: think, because like whenever I meet a friend that's not Asian, but their parents are immigrants, yeah, their parents are just like my parents, yeah, study hard, and like, go oh, to college. This is just like an immigrant thing. Whoa. I think it doesn't matter where you're from. Yeah,
1: maybe we should change the title of our podcast to "Feeling Immigrant Child, <laughs> <laughs> Young Me."
0: <laughs> maybe.
1: Yeah, I'm getting like. Feeling uh, easy. this <laughs> is hard. <our>, yeah, <laughs> wow. We
0: just got like the most education I've gotten in, in an hour that I have <laughs> had been in my in the last ten years of my life.
1: Wait, yeah. So my mind so- is being blown right now. And <laughs> Jen, so Jenny, when you see a podcast like ours, do you just interpret it as our way of sort of? trying to discover and fight back against this unassimilatedness in America.
2: I, I was going to say, actually, at the very outset that I like that you ask everybody about their feelings because we're not supposed to have feelings. We're just supposed to become right. doctors and lawyers, right? Oh, let's go. <laughs> we can, we um, can keep nice. the title, young me. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Um, <laughs> we don't have feelings except for being upset that we um, didn't get an A, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or
0: that the only like, feeling we have is ashamed that we didn't get an a yeah
2: <laughs> or guilt that we didn't win the first chair in what a, junior what symphony a, like,
0: <laughs> I, right well we've you know brian and i talk about this all the time but like what a shallow and shitty stereotype that is do you yeah. know what i mean like how many years are we gonna fucking keep seeing this about asian people yeah like <laughs> you know I, I just don't understand how american media is still obsessed with those three facts and right. that's it so like, aren't they bored by that shit by now? Like
2: But if you think about it, like ugh. Asians were not the model minority until post-World War II. Because mm-hmm. what were they before then? Coolies. Ew. Sexy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, I mean I Asians. Remember, very I, yeah. impoverished, yeah. Yeah, Asians yeah. in America. They worked in restaurants. Mm-hmm. or they built the railroad like yeah, they weren't yeah. the model minority it's really after the post well then what happens is that there's a blank space of asian immigration right because of the exclusion act mm-hmm. in 1880 mm-hmm. i'm really bad with dates because i'm not a historian but late 1880s or right? Right. there's the asian exclusion mm-hmm. act so there are no asians for a while the only ones who are here are like farmers workers Uh and then when they changed the immigration laws in 1965 that one i know this is when you get a lot of new immigration from asia and they tend to be middle class if you ask people from who are like brian do you know where your parents are where your grandparents are from
1: that's unusual
2: yeah or it's not unusual. Okay. Um, have <laughs> I'm you a ever weird heard? <laughs> have you ever heard Margaret Cho say that she's like that she's North Korean?
0: Oh yeah, I've heard her say that. Yeah, there was no is North that... Korea. <laughs>
2: like, um, no. She's, her parents are not defectors. Like my family, my the Wangs are from the Wangs are from Gyeong, which is why we're mm-hmm. last named Wang because of the Goryeo dynasty, right? Like they were the right. they were the kings. Of the like, yeah, families. I'm saying Jenny,
1: right, Jenny's, like I knew that. Jenny's I'm like right, right, yeah. Sorry. I know that Jenny's flexing <laughs> on all like of her her? us her family are from <laughs> the king dynasty I'm, meanwhile I'm, I'm you like my family's like weird like? and from no, the, no, no, no. the
2: sticks ask <laughs> any Korean they're all they are all nobility Every Korean who's in America says that
1: their family is from nobility. That's um, so true. My mom. I <laughs> okay. definitely, I definitely Young bragged the only about honest that mom is Korean. From elementary the school.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I bragged my friends, my white friends, because my dad told me that our family is royalty, and I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a descendant of royalty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not learning as every Korean person in America. <laughs> every Korean person in America
2: is royalty. That's very curious that we didn't want to stay in Korea if we're, if we're uh-huh. also great. <laughs> Uh, But a lot of the first people, the first major wave of immigration, a lot of these people were the internally displaced refugees from the war, like people who lived Mm -hmm. in the north but did not want to be North Korean. So they go south and they live in like these shanty towns in Seoul, right? Or like all over the country. Um, They might be kind of suspect to the Korean government um, or they just don't have a place for them because it's not their home, right? right? South Korea Mm -hmm. is not where they're from. (laughs) So they get... Slated for visa approval before other people. So a lot of people from like who are my age and are Korean American, they'll say that their families are North Korean. They're not from North. They are not North Korean. That's a state, right? That's a nation, mm. or it's a mm. geopolitical state. Right. Our families are from the northern part of the peninsula when there were not two states, right? Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Exactly, yeah. Oh. No, I never even thought of it like that.
2: I like Margaret Cho, but um, I, I take exception with calling herself a North Korean. I don't think uh-huh. that her family defected from North Korea. And my Kunamma my mm-hmm. is friends with her mother.
1: So. Oh. Really? oh.
2: Wow. Dropping some the, names. This is some
1: so. hot tea. Yeah,
0: I think. Hot gossip. This is On
1: that hot North Asian Korean tea. Margaret the Jess. Northern <laughs> Peninsula of Korea tea.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god yeah i just feel like i'm just like absorbing all this information super fast like yeah 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 but um, i I think we've come we've come to the end of our podcast and um i wanted to swing it back around to your feelings because of the name of our podcast so we have one last question for you okay jenny tell us something that you feel proud of ginger proud.
2: ginger proud proud.
1: Jinta, sai, jinta in Korean in english means like a lot really? or big gochu energy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um
2: well I, I think one of my proudest asian american moments was that time i was telling you about with my friend's mother <laughs> i was like you were wrong <laughs> about asia I'm
0: (laughs) um, like a true Virgo. Your proudest moment is correcting someone.
2: I like it.
1: We love a good redemption.
2: (laughs) She thought she was right, but I had the facts. But I am (laughs) proud. I I will say for Asian Americans, I am proud that we can be more than (laughs) now. And that is because of us, the second generation that we fought to say that we are not this one dimensional character, right? People recognize Asians as having some sort of nuance is be- really because of us.
1: Whoa. Nice. Good Damn. point. Yeah. That makes me feel yeah. good. So therefore <laughs> it's a good point. <laughs>
0: It's because I just didn't go to college. I did that for the Asian American community. Thank you, Yumi. I wanted to represent. Point. That's also you why I, I did those drugs barriers. in my 20s. Yes. So <laughs> did I. That's right. why I got
2: divorced. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing this all for you. Why I didn't marry Asian, it was really for La Raza. I did it for my people. <laughs> Hi, ting. Yes. Hi, Ting.
0: Extremely educational <laughs> and fascinating episode. Jenny Wong Medina thank you so much for your time where can our listeners find you and find out more information about your book that's coming out
2: um they can enroll at Emory University and take uh, my classes I'm going to <laughs> it's yeah. it I'm there. but you it have to be one of those
1: Asians that reinforces the stereotypes because Emory you do have is to a get good, good grades school to get so you to have Emory. to go to a good college you have to be a good college Asian
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> never mind then I will not see you there <laughs> Wait, do you want to share your social media or is that
2: you're scared that they're going to
0: rate your hotness?
2: Um, no, I don't really have social media that I do for my work. Um, you oh, okay. can find um, updates. Do you have any uh, uh,
1: writing that people can
2: <laughs> find online? I'm very lazy. I don't publish. Um, you can, uh, I have published on Words Without Borders. You can look me up there. Um, Ooh. Yeah, I I translate literature. (laughs) I forgot to say that, but um, you can find me as a translator.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Who are some um, Asian authors that we should check out?
2: Mm. Um, I like Pyanhae Young. Um, she's one of my favorites. And um, I would say, like with Korean literature and translation, the best thing is to find translators that are good and then just see what they translate because they have excellent taste. I see. So I would say, mm. find Sora Kim Russell. She's a great translator. Mm-hmm. Look up her name. You will find really good books. Um, Janet Hong. Okay. It's really good. <laughs> like, um, mm-hmm. Anton Hur Jenny Wong Medina. Yeah. Really good. <laughs> <You> no. <know. laughs> uh, there's, there's a collective called Smoking Tigers. They are a translator. Later's collective. So if you want to know about Ooh. literature, and that's easier to remember, smoking tigers. <laughs> okay. Oh, awesome. We'll
0: definitely share that with yeah. our listeners. <laughs> Brian, where can our listeners find you on social media?
1: You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at it's Brian Park. And what about you, Young Me?
0: Um, Instagram and Twitter at YM Mayer. And also uh, we have a Patreon now at patreon.com/slash Asian. Please consider donating if you have some money. We will roast you on the show.
1: <laughs> and follow our Instagram of, at Feeling Asian Podcast. And I think that's it, right, young me?
0: Yeah.
3: Okay, bye. cool.
1: Bye guys. See you Wednesday.
0: Thank you.